This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, Steve here, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. You are so welcome. I was particularly aware today of some change of season. And this is partly because, as a nation here in the UK, we are mourning the loss and celebrating the life of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, now at rest, after seven decades of public service. Our thoughts and well-wishers go out to all those impacted by recent events. Here in the valley, the change of season is more to do with autumn. Autumn starts to peek through the leaves with subtle shifts and highlights of colour and fungi all over the place. In so many places in the valley, they're appearing lots of different types. And then today, amazing warmth, both the temperature of the sun, but also the colour as I was feeding our three young boys shortly to go to a new home with their beautiful, tight, dense fleece enlivened by the sun. In the last episode, we heard how Erin Wiseman and her family began their alpaca journey with their own trio of boys. We have three boys. We have a black surrey. His name is Nova. He's right about 18 months old. And then we have a white Surrey named Ray. He is a little over two years old. And then we have a tan Bukaya. And his name is Orbit. And we call him Orbit the Ornery. You will remember they had only just arrived. And here's the rest of the story. Have you had that experience of... You come up, you wake up in the morning, and you go and you kind of, are they going to be there? Are they are they going to be all right? That little kind of little anxiety that that we we tend to feel when when it's all brand new and and are they eating? Are they are they doing everything they should be doing? And it's just kind oh, of, absolutely. Uh, I told my husband the other morning. I feel like we have three newborns that I keep. Like, are they breathing? <laughs> are they good? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I so so familiar feeling. I remember it well. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they've done great. We got them home. Um, they were very skittish. Um, of course, driving mm. four and a half, five hours um, back, I, you know, would put anybody off. But I can say uh, about 48, 72 hours, um, they mm. started coming up to us, eating out of our hands. And so it's been really wow. fun. After we get off the podcast this morning, um, the kids will come do chores with me. And, and they're really excited to get up and get going before their school day and to come out and do chores and to interact oh, with so the good. animals. Yeah, that's so good. It's any, any willing helper is <laughs> really is really welcome, um, especially when the weather changes and, and it's not quite as sunny, warm, friendly outside. You you need people who are prepared to to still help out. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how resilient these children are I once know, we get into I the know, winter. <laughs> I know, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's a journey, and and I think uh, it sounds like you had a good start. And you you did the research, did the the background stuff, which is so I think is 
really important. I think we should just slow down. I, I certainly with people I'm interacting with, when they're thinking of buying alpacas from us, then I try and make sure that it's it's slowed down. You know, no, you can't take him away this afternoon. We just need to talk about things. You need to get you familiar with with handling and 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 bits and pieces. You don't need to know everything, but you need to know enough, and you need to be able to have confidence really to step in when you need to. So yeah. Oh, what an exciting time for you. That's five days in. Wow. So it's great to be able to catch you so early on. Um, if you were thinking of other people who might be thinking of, of getting alpacas, you, what, what kind of things would you be saying? Oh, remember this or think about that or what would be the things that would stand out for you? Yeah, that's a great question. And, I, and that was one reason I reached out to you just to give the perspective of like uh, a really, really new owner. I think first and foremost is um, finding those support systems, be it continuing to listen to the Alpaca Tribe podcast, finding a local mentor that you can call. Um, I texted Mike the other day um, when we first got him, and, and it sounds like a stupid question, but I said, you know, I've scooped their poop pile. I got about 90% of the beads. Do I need to keep going and get 100%? And he was like, you will never get them all. So, I mean, it's just it's just really nice yeah. to have that um, that experience to lean on as we're still trying to figure out. Um, so I would say definitely um, finding that fit. And and I mentioned the first farm we went and visited, um, I thought that they, they're actually closer to us than Mike and his farm. Um, but it just didn't work out. And so I would just tell people like, if it doesn't feel like the right fit, then walk away and, and find someone else, um, find a different farm, um, you know, keep, keep looking as far as that. It's not a failure. I think mm. the other thing, like you mentioned, is don't rush. Um, there really is no like time critical, um, portion to this. You may be thinking, oh, it would be nice to fill in the blank. Um, but just reminding yourself that, you know, these animals, they, they don't live just six months. So you've got plenty of time mm. to like figure it out and to be well prepared. Um, I was really glad when because I had initially contacted um, Fabled Rescue Farm. Oh, I want to say that it was in the spring. So, I mean, it's going on like five months since we've been in contact mm. back and forth with it. Um, and so I would just just say don't don't rush with it um and then the other thing i think and what i have to constantly remind myself is like you don't know everything but you know enough and that's okay mm. right now yeah and those things that you don't know um there are places there are people there there's the books there's the the websites there's the, the various people that you can cut and the, the i've always found that the uh, alpaca community are very generous with their their time and their expertise and and experience, so people are very happy. <laughs> I know I am very happy to talk alpacas, and uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a journey that 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 isn't a quick one. Um, in terms of you, it's not you've arrived, but you've started on a journey, and you will continue to learn. And there'll be things that surprise you, and things that delight you, and things that you find really hard. Uh, uh, along the way, and that's that's part of the the rich tapestry of life that we we all experience in different ways. Absolutely, and I think mm. as we are um, really settling into Wiseman Farms as well, um, like just kind of making. So we are the third Wiseman family to live in this farmhouse, 
And so it's one of those kind of making it our own, but then also we've, it's been really neat too with our kids and talk about, um, Craig talks about his grandfather and well, this is where they had the hog lot and this is where, um, there used to be a barn here. And so, um, I, I just keep thinking about, you know, what were our kids talk about? And I'm pretty sure now they'll be like, well, this is where mom got the great idea to have alpacas. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I do. I think it's it is one of those that, um, you know, just thinking about it that way, but then also being realistic and, you know, it is work. So, you know, we do have to get up a little bit early before work and um, take care of them. And like last night, it's still pretty hot here in Indiana. So, you know, I was mm. spraying down their bellies and their legs and um, with yeah. water and, and, and just kind of watching. Did, did they like that? They love it. <laughs> they, um, oh, excellent. The, their previous place had um, little kitty pools and, and that's one thing okay. that we still need to get. And, and that, I guess that's another advice is, um, like waiting and seeing what the actual needs, like get the basic stuff when yeah. you get started. But, um, they, they kind of have started to play with our dog and, um, I'm wondering if, you know, if I threw some beach balls in, would they, would they play with that? And so, um, <laughs> it'll be yeah. interesting to see, um, we're going into the Labor Day weekend here in the U S Oh, of course. and so, yeah. I guess you could say, fortunately, unfortunately, we have family coming in as well. And that has made me a little bit nervous because, you know, they're still just trying to get used to us and, you know, a big mm. crowd of folks. Um, I don't want to I don't want regression. I want to keep going because we're we're still having trouble um, um, getting them settled in to where they're at. So, it, again, I think it's just it's like parenting. You just do the best you can with what you have. And yeah. Um, yeah, you're gonna make mistakes, but I always tell people I gotta give something to my kids to talk to their therapist about. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure where we go for therapy for alpacas, but there we are. Oh dear. So I, it's interesting. You've got um, two series and a, and a wakaya. So the, and and the different colors as well. So have you given any thoughts? I mean, it's obviously next year now before the shearing time but have you given any thought to what you you might do with the fleece yeah so mike our mentor runs a fiber mill and so uh, i think we will probably get processing through him and my goal with this um first year of fiber is actually christmas presents so i'm gonna Mm. give myself you know after they um they get sheared in the spring um give myself you know all those months until christmas time to either get it into yarn or make something. But I think, um, yeah, for the first year, I think we'll keep it and give it away to family. Yeah, that's a nice idea. And I think it's worth exploring the things with uh, felting. Mm-hmm. That's that's one one thing that we do most of um, so that you can you can do both wet felting and the, the needle felting. Um, and if you don't, you've got a small amount, then it, you can do that as a kind of a... Uh, how would you describe it? Like a kitchen table kind of craft level of things. If you're going to make a business of it, you need a lot of animals, you need a lot of fleece, and you need to scale up in terms of equipment and that kind of stuff. And you don't need to do that. If you've got a few animals, you can get some really nice things that you can make. Uh, and I know other friends who've made things like that they've done some um, – well, they actually did hand spinning themselves mm. in, a, in a rough kind of way. Um, so it wasn't the very fine – yon that we're after and then they they've done some little sort of tapestry weaving type wall hangings so it's a little beautiful 
seen different colours and things. They've done some dyeing. So they've experimented with all kinds of things. So there's possibilities there. And I'm sure the kids will, your kids will love it, uh, sort of ex- experimenting with you. Yeah, and that's <laughs> been well. one question a lot of people are like, well, what's your goals? Um, mm. And, you know, I don't think that we, our goal is a big operation, not really interested in breeding and showing. I think mostly we're just in it for the experience and one person we talked to said, well, that's a pretty expensive hobby. And it was like, yeah, maybe it is. But I, I think the our reasons are um, it gives us a place to bond as a family. The kids hmm. will learn some life lessons that um, I don't think that they'll get any other places. They may show them in 4-H um, and, you know, just locally, not anything like that. Hmm. Um but I really think we are there for the experience right now. My husband, he he mentioned last night, he's like, you know, we really could fence off this place over here and and get a few more. <laughs> so I think he's, he's caught the bug. Um, uh, there you but, go. But um, I don't and, – and that's one thing I think that has been really nice is just to put pacing on it to be like we don't – we don't have to make this big. Like this could be yeah. a, a three alpaca tribe and it would be okay. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think you just need to know the warning that probably ought to come with every visit to every alpaca is that people who buy alpacas, often within a year, they're buying more. <laughs> so I, I, you know, and I've talked many times about this thing of having an alpaca gene. Some people really connect with alpacas. Uh, everyone likes them, but some people really connect. And I, I think it's good to take your time and have the ideas and then let the thing develop. And it may go bigger, it may not, and, and either is fine and either is right. And you just need to know what, you, what you're doing as you go. And you've, you've had a great start. I think it's fantastic. And, and I'm so glad to be speaking to you so early on in, in the process. So I'm going to I'm gonna have to come back and check on you in a, in a you while. You will. We'll have to um, come back and, and see, and how you're see getting where on. we're yeah. at. And, and I'm not going to – like I don't want to paint like a rose-colored – I mean there has been bumps along the way. And like I said, hmm. I, had, I had some self-doubt as far as, you know, can we do this? My husband and I, we work together and put the fence up. And of course there was always some, you know, choice words between us and um, – <laughs> but we're still married and it's fine. Um, so I do want to like just tell people like it, it's the mantra I always like to say is, you know, I can hold more than one emotion. It, and it has been. It's been scary, exciting. It's been frustrating, joyful. Um, mm. But on the overall, it's been a really great experience. And I just really appreciate um, your voice in my ears as we've been getting ready for it. And <laughs> that's why I had uh, reached out and, and sent you the picture yeah. to say, because I think too many times um, as a podcaster, you just wonder, you know, is anybody actually listening? Is is there anybody out there somewhere? And and you you, you can see the spots and around the world. There are people listening, um, but you're never quite sure. Exactly. Right. And, and it, I, I do now and again get contacted like this and, and hear some amazing stories and think, wow, goodness me, who, who would have thought? Yeah. So it's the power of podcasting. So that's what I would put a call uh, out to everybody who's listening is, you know, um, send Steve your alpaca pictures and let him know um, because it, it's, it's just it's really cool how we can connect over alpacas and yet share these stories. And I think that's what brings richness into all of our lives is, is that sharing of stories and connectivity. Absolutely true. 
Yeah. Aaron, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for explaining your journey and sharing it with us. And all the best with the, the coming days and months. And we'll be, we'll be back in touch. It'll be good. Thanks ever so much. So you never know how things might get started or how things might develop. And I think for each of us, we travel our own route, our different journey with alpacas. But it all starts with spending a bit of time with them. So if you can, go spend some time with an alpaca. Take care. See you again soon. And if you do have any pictures or any stories to tell me, I'd love to hear from you. That's Steve at alpacatribe.com. Bye for now. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.